Welcome to the BabeCast. I'm your host, Dr. Babe. Now, this is a podcast for both men and women about cutting-edge ideas on love, sex, relationships, even mental health, wellness, and all things self-development. My purpose is to help you get connected with your best self, to take ownership of your happiness and find true success. So, who's Dr. Babe? I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and a licensed mental health counselor with a doctorate in marriage and family counseling. Today I'm talking to Gemma Gamboa. She's a massage therapist in the Cayman Islands and she practiced in Vancouver as a body worker and energy therapist. And she has some great ideas and definitely a, a, a needed outlook on how to connect couples through touch and by extending their foreplay for greater intimacy. And we talk a little bit about our plans uh, that are developing in regards to a course that we want to do utilizing both of our you know, professions, so couples therapy and massage therapy to do this. So it's pretty exciting stuff. Listen in. I'm excited to talk to you today. I, I think we were, we met, I don't know, two months ago or yes, something like that. Feels like a year ago. Yeah. And you're pretty new to Ireland. That's kind of, I met you when you were first, you first got to Ireland and we had this long, really interesting chat about relationships, about the work that you do in massage therapy and lots about, I don't know, like astrology probably mm -hmm. and, and energy. And yeah. uh, you really, I think you really know your stuff basically. Thank you. Yeah. Thank and, you. And I just had a feeling that we would end up collaborating or working together or being fast friends. And I think that's, that's kind of unraveling right now. Yeah. I think we can create a good synergy. Um, <laughs> The world of massage, I was in sales and marketing before, so the world of massage is a, there's so many layers to it. And um, I've really got to know the humans mm -hmm. uh, every day and everybody has a different story to tell. And in my own personal life uh, and connecting personally with others, I've realized a lot of juicy stuff um, that uh, I have to share that can make other people's relationships a little bit better, I think. Mm -hmm. um, healing, if, I mean, touching people is the most natural thing and it's been around for thousands of years. Um, it is, a, I think it's the one thing that a robot will never replace. And so uh, realizing that people come, majority, I work in a spa, so majority is relaxation, a little bit is, is therapeutic. Um, and I do, I do know a few modalities of energy work, um, and that was totally something I fell on to because I was feeling a lot more than I could explain. So I decided to take a few courses about energy work and and then how that works. Is that the Reiki? That's Reiki, yes. So that's a Japanese style of. Um, uh, it works on the energetic fields of the body, mm -hmm. and so that's a that's a whole other interesting uh, subject. I think that's how we started the conversation, yes. actually, because I was going to get a Reiki session mm -hmm. from my friend, mm -hmm. and so I asked you what it was, and you're like the perfect person to have asked to prepare me for it. Yeah, and it, to me, it kind of incorporated your senses because there was the sound tuning forks or whatever you yeah. call them. Yeah. Um, Whenever someone asks me what it is, I try and to explain it in a scientific way because it's not very tangible, because it's not something you can see. I think uh, energy is all around us. It's in 
you know, plants and rocks and humans, and some are more in tuned um, than others. Uh, but um, there is an energy to our body, and there's an a uh, um, an emotional component that's that is in the energy of our body. So. Uh, what I do in those energy healing ses- sessions is I just balance. So, I mean, you can't say that, you, like for an example, I always like to say this, like you're sitting on a bus and you don't even know the person beside you, but you know that they're sad or upset because there's something you can feel and something mm-hmm. you can sense. And every human has that. And so, um, yeah, energy healing is, is amazing. Uh, if no one has experienced it, they should uh, certainly, certainly try or ask questions or do some research. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the reasons why we wanted to have this conversation today was because of your passion with just the uh, the the whole all the work that you do, but around couples and mm-hmm. encouraging couples to have this ability, this skill with each other, so that mm-hmm. they can kind of provide this. Um, therapy mm-hmm. for themselves mm-hmm. in their own system, like at home. Definitely. Um, I was realizing this. I had an experience where I dated another massage therapist, and we were constantly massaging each other without even without even talking. And actually, a lot of men I have dated have always massaged my feet or my hands, and that connection has always been nice. But um, I realized that when we are, uh, so let me just go back to this. Sure. When you get a massage, mm-hmm. you never come out, I would hope not, <laughs> but you never come out of the room thinking you're in an angry state or, 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 or you're upset. Um, I think that massage provides um, the body and the mind to be in a place of harmony so that... Um, they can go on their day in tranquility and deal uh, with everyday life from a better place. So for an example, your partner comes in, it's had a bad day. Okay, where are you feeling that pain? My shoulders hurt or my hands hurt because I've been typing or my feet hurt. Um, so this is where you could pick up your partner's hand or shoulder and, and rub them for a bit and then your partner would feel better. And this could lead into other things. Um, so it's in the works, but I'd like to create um, a course for individuals so that they could learn how to massage each other. Um, in my in my experience with partners, that it's just been so nice to share that physical touch. It's like the foreplay before the foreplay. Mm-hmm. And so you can release so much tension and just be a better partner or be a better parent or a better teacher in that respect. Do you think that it has a, a better effect or than going to a professional? I think it has a different effect. Yeah. So what's the difference, do you think? Hmm. Um it's a different so oh, so if I came to you and I had a bad day. Yeah. And I told you about my emotions, and that could be a release. Or if I had a bad day and I came home to my husband and I said, I had a bad day, and he rubbed my feet. Mm-hmm. That's a very different effect. Because those are different relationships, right? Right. So, um, 
I'm just thinking it would be it would, it's different in my profession right so like yeah. if, what if I was because there are people that are yoga teachers mm-hmm. and therapists right mm. but what if I gave massages to my clients I find that yeah, would be very I think strange it's like okay I think of it like this so when we look at the body there are different layers to the body right there's a physical body there's an energetic body and actually there's, there's seven layers to the body so I deal with a physical body. So someone doesn't have to say anything for me in a 60-minute treatment. Mm-hmm. And I'm dealing, we hold emotion in our tissues. You know, we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. And I see that most, I would say, 80% of people come in with shoulder pain. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a common thing, you know, as human, as just being human. And just the way we stand and, you know, we're the only animal that doesn't walk around on four feet. We stand on our two legs, so our chest is is open and vulnerable. And like I said, we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. So people there, they sit, they sit there in front of you, and they talk about their emotions. Where people come to me for their physical body. So yeah, it's a very, it's a very different release, I think, for mm-hmm. sure. But I think we've talked about this offline too. That when people are in massages, sometimes. Mm-hmm. They can chat. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they're maybe trying to get that release on, yeah. you know, the, the verbal or the sure. cognitive as well. Whatever way you express yourself and whatever, however that comes out. I had a lady on my table the other day that just started bawling her eyes out, and um, she didn't tell me why. And I just, I literally rocked her and I said, "Cry, mm-hmm. you know, it's an emotional release and it's totally okay." Um, yeah, we carry we carry memories in our tissue and in our body, and so um, it's good to have both. I really think it's good to have both. Mm-hmm. So that's why when I was thinking like couples massage and couples therapy, like you know we can lean on each other in an intimate situation and have the 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 emotional release as well as the physical release mm-hmm. in one. Yeah, it would be interesting. I don't know how that would work to because when I do or when I've been trained to do like group couple therapy, mm-hmm. um, it's it's not so much about how to teach them to do therapy with each other, no. um, but more that they they develop yes. those skills yes. to connect on a more emotional level so that they can get past their egos. Mm-hmm. Um, not just develop empathy in like a compassion right not sure. but also just to be able to be present with yes. their partners it's a big thing yeah being present um you say that and i think about me because i you know i mean in school when we were learning we were very specifically went over that you are not a psychologist you are not there to give relationship advice and a lot of people confuse a massage table as, as sorry what you know one of those tables that or tables that you lie in and you talk to a therapist so mm-hmm. there's many times where people are um, telling me very personal information and i just listen mm-hmm. i would you know hold space as they say right. it and i listen um and that's not my job that's my job to listen so um saying that you could as as a partner you could apply the same philosophy mm-hmm. that, that, there's actually an exercise that i've borrowed from a, a yoga retreat that i did here at the ritz actually mm-hmm. um with it was a bliss retreat and they did an exercise i don't know where they got it but um 
I don't know if it was original, but uh, they had us partner up and then we would sit cross-legged on the floor and just graze each other's knees, mm -hmm. right? And so you just had a little bit of touch mm -hmm. and then you did this passive listening exercise where you closed your eyes and you took turns and each of you for a minute, um, one person would just respond to like some kind of question that they put out there just so that you had something to talk about and the other person just listened. And at the end of that minute, when you switched, you did not reflect, you mm. did not, you know, make a comment mm -hmm. and you weren't allowed to even like if they saw you nodding, they would come around and tap you because you don't realize that you do all these responsive uh, cues mm -hmm. uh, subconsciously that we've, we've just been taught to mm -hmm. do. But actually this passive listening is a whole different skill set that develops an, like a, a, a presence mm -hmm. that's different and mm -hmm. uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable. <laughs> I had a similar experience yeah. in my massage school. The, uh, one practitioner had to sit in front of me cross-legged and I the same. Mm -hmm. Then another practitioner had their hand on my back, like just behind mm -hmm. in the back of my heart. And my job was to just listen. And I, they were, the, the person that was talking to me, you know, I had... A connection with them but I also had a similar experience that they were talking about but I couldn't say anything and so it is actually very difficult mm -hmm. to 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 just listen and just to be present um, so that's a very good practice uh, and when it's it's something so simple but can be so huge because sometimes that's all someone needs at the end of the day right and it's you putting your ego aside basically or you know your your anxiety mm -hmm. about well what do they need or what should I be doing mm -hmm. or you know mm -hmm. you're not thinking about things in a reflexive way you're just receiving what they're mm -hmm. saying and holding space mm -hmm. and then the feeling for the other person can be really relieving because you're not getting you know you're not getting any judgment yes. you know you're not it's getting neutral right it's, right it's just getting it off your chest and that's okay that that he, that can heal in and of itself almost mm -hmm. like touch physical touch mm -hmm. can release that mm -hmm. from your body it's almost like this sort of listening touch if totally. that makes sense yeah. i played the guitar and i made a, a final project for massage school and one of the lines i said i listen with my hands but it is, can be a difficult thing to do to just listen sometimes but so effective i mean you know nine times out of ten in my treatments nobody talks but there's so much going on at the same time um so yeah well we also wanted to touch on the love languages basically that a lot of people are familiar with the love languages but it's a bridge between i think the mental health aspect or just this one technique that this person developed in regarding in regards to couples therapy and how we each have a different love language mm -hmm. or different love languages that we Communicate. Yeah, communicate. Yeah. Exactly. So I always forget one or two of these. Like a lot mm -hmm. of people are, are familiar with this concept now, which I mm -hmm. hopefully is helpful to them, but I don't think it's a like a catch all. Um, no. But if, no, for sure. But if you're not someone that likes touch, mm -hmm. which I have a girlfriend who is like that, she doesn't like to be touched, like cuddled or coat. And her, and her partner is a toucher. And she is. Um, uh, sorry, gifts of uh, she likes to do things for people. So acts of service. Uh, acts yeah. of service. So that's a little card and stuff. And I always said she's like, yeah, but I just don't like him touching me. And I'm like, oh dear lord. <laughs> but I do think in that respect, it's very important to have somewhat of like you can have a bit of yin and yang. Mm -hmm. 
which I think all relationships need to have. But like in that respect, like you have to be a little bit on the same page. I think it, complementarity is really important, but I find most men have touch yes. as usually their first or second. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's other people that it might not be top on their list, yeah. but I think the majority that yeah. I see it especially, um, it's a breakdown on the men wanting touch and the women wanting words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And I just listened to a podcast or something yesterday and uh, they were talking about a similar thing about how men uh, men communicate through action and women communicate through talking. Like when we're stressed especially, so women want to talk it out and men want to act it out. <laughs> men may want to have sex but may want to exercise or may want to mm-hmm. just do something. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a common, not just communication of love, but communication period how we express ourselves yeah i would agree with that um so in 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 regards to the touch element i think it's it's very good it's a very good idea to help develop that skill in couples in general to help them prioritize it Mm -hmm. because there's so many um benefits of touch but just ways of touching of it's, course it's not just sensual intention. yeah intention and, and and having meaningful touch um and that could be even something simple like i know this might be maybe too much for some people but holding each other's hand while you talk to each other mm-hmm. it can be a little intense depending on where you are in your relationship but something as simple like that and that just sheer connection um just creates this uh synergy between two people um where they can you know flow back and forth between each other absolutely there was a an example of that that i i, I use that same idea in a session with a very conflictual couple and it was the first session which is usually very uncomfortable (laughs) and clearly they are you know at the peak of their crisis and they were sitting on opposite sides of the couch you know very stiff very sort of guarded and uncomfortable and their pot their what they were telling me was that they're disconnected they're on two different wavelengths they haven't been intimate and I don't know, at least a year or so, and they don't get on. And then they started to actually open up and, and be a little bit more vulnerable about how they felt. And that was unusual coming from the man, especially, you know, I'm seeing a lot mm-hmm. more men in high-powered mm-hmm. positions, um, which has also led to the breakdown of the marriage a lot because the women have built resentment over their absence. Mm-hmm. But that's another story. Mm-hmm. So in this case, seeing that type of man really be open and vulnerable is mm-hmm. something that you need to acknowledge and be present for. Even, you know, if you're in therapy, you, are, I'm assuming you want it to be resolved, even mm-hmm. if it's you know, sort of inconsistent ambivalence or whatever. Um, and even if that's the issue that you resent him for not being present mm-hmm. and vulnerable, at least acknowledge that he's he's he is in the mm-hmm. moment but that is so hard to do just that step of saying okay let go of all the past for a minute and be here in the moment right mm-hmm. and so it wasn't the connection wasn't happening because there was a lot of resistance to yeah. that so i literally said i kind of got them i gave them a few suggestions and they, they weren't quite getting it themselves but you could see them inching and so i just said hold her hand 
and he did and it just woof, the energy in the room just completely shifted mm-hmm. and that connection was so helpful mm-hmm. so even though i can't touch clients i think that yeah. element is maybe that bridge that you and i would definitely. be working on as well together definitely um it's amazing how so simple that was you know and there are tons of things you can do i mean that i think just a hand mm-hmm. um enclosed hand is like the, the basics of that all but there are so many things you can do um, and activities uh, for connection and uh, the foreplay before the foreplay for example what are some things that you think would be uh, a useful activity for foreplay extended foreplay extended foreplay um, it's like a sensual practice sure. or something or tantra or tantra there I took some tantra I spent some time in India so I learned um, some tantra techniques uh, one is um, and this could make <laughs> this could make a couple a little crazy but that's kind mm-hmm. of the essence of it mm-hmm. and so um, let's say you both just have a shower and you need to hydrate your skin um, and so, you know, ambiance is everything. So setting, setting some time aside and making the room comfortable and cozy. So some candles and some dim lights and oil or lotion of your choice and just begin to literally, and one, one partner would do this to the other partner at a time. So there, so this activity is like, there are no, um, you have to refrain from touching private areas. Mm-hmm. So one partner, literally, hydrator lotions the the backside of the body, and then so she would turn over, and then he would rub lotion or oil all over the front side of her body, and now both are quite aroused. And then the woman would do it to the men. And so after this, it just it's already that that high intensity of of. Um, wanting each other mm-hmm. but lots it's of like desire. lots of <laughs> desire so uh the foreplay before the foreplay that can make the foreplay great and even the sex you know even mm-hmm. even um more pleasurable because it's almost like you can't have each other just yet so. yeah and there's probably a lot of uh, physiology involved but also then the the mental aspect mm-hmm. of it too mm-hmm. you know of not that it's a game playing but you're working with that yes. arousal response cycle yes. and I think that you know I talk a lot about gender sexual gi- dynamics um, and I think that we connect with our more primal selves especially when we are connected to the other person mm-hmm. and that with that polarity where well, obviously I'm talking about like heterosexual um, couples in mm-hmm. general but uh, it, it's interesting how when you take away all of the... When you take away the sex. When you take away the foreplay. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, you're just constantly on trading, on massaging each other. And respecting each other. And um, uh, celebrating each other's body in that sense, you know? Like, yes, this is my aunt. Man, look at his body. And, <laughs> and you know, loving it in that respect. Yeah. Or uh, celebrating it, like I said. But, yeah. Do you think that people are not doing that I mean I don't know if you've you've spoken to people or you've sensed it from people or do you people are not doing that yeah uh, I think yeah and if they are good for your people <laughs> <laughs> keep doing that uh, I don't think people are doing that because I think uh, and that's 
not it's not a bad thing it's just people don't know people aren't educated and I found that through my experience um, of with you know with, with lovers that um, because it's the work that I do that you know I'm, I'm naturally doing that so when I realize that I can enhance my connection with my partner and my relationship by just physical touch let's put it the sex and the foreplay aside that I can enhance my relationship and my connection um, that it was like why why isn't everyone doing this another activity you can do is mm -hmm. you can um, sit on the couch kind of scissor each other so one has the your other partner's foot and you have your partner's foot mm -hmm. and you can just massage each other's feet mm -hmm. at the same time simultaneously <laughs> So that's a nice little one too. Teaches you reciprocity too. Yes. <laughs> Baths are a really great one. Having a bath with a partner is fantastic. It's very simple if you have a large enough bathtub for two people. Um, I used to have this one boyfriend. He, he used to say to me, you think baths fix everything, Gemma? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're great. I agree. You know, some Epsom salts, soften the tissue, melt away the day. Maybe have some champagne mm -hmm. in there. Oh, yeah. It's always nice. No one's mad after a bath, are they? <laughs> or a massage. <laughs> or a massage, yeah. <laughs> yes. So I, I definitely think that there is more room for these types of activities. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we're getting so disconnected from each other because we're busy and we're doing on our phones and people are constantly, you know just not checked yes. in we live in an era where we uh, are really connected but really what i see is disconnection so instead of calling someone or asking someone to come over it's like a whole conversation over text and so um it's it's getting lost more and more so i think that there are very some very simple things that you can do um that can bring that essence back mm -hmm. yeah and even if we just even talk about the vitality of a couple in regards to sexual needs and sexual uh, fulfillment i guess um i wonder because of this lack of of sensuality mm -hmm. i would call it um how how satisfied are they really or how how connected or vulnerable or open or what layers have they gotten to each other is their relationship more likely to end up in my room in my therapy my mm -hmm. marital therapy room mm -hmm. because they've really just been skirting the surface for 10 20 years <sighs> you know like when we we i think it's quite normal in many cultures to have some level of premarital preparations sure. in regards to like counseling verbal meetings mm -hmm. but what about yeah what about teaching them to touch each other before they get married of course <laughs> everyone does all the things after when they're when they're in trouble why couldn't you prepare why couldn't you prepare before um and that's something i would love to create with you in the future you know uh, teaching each other how to touch each other I mean, you don't need to be in a relationship for that, but just basic things that you can do and activities that can... Yeah, and I just, I wonder, my fear is that, and I, maybe this is just my, my, my personal experience um, or bias, is mm -hmm. that a lot of men, um, 
I th- or people in general, but I, my guess would be more men maybe that were resistant to it, to the idea. Like they kind of just want to get straight to the, you know, the is real it, foreplay, mm, the physical touch. Isn't and, that a classic yeah. man thing? Doesn't want to warm up the car before he takes it for a ride. Yeah, I, I just wonder if there would be a lot of resistance to that. I have expressed um, that to a few uh, friends, uh, male friends here and on the island, and I said, you know, if I created something like this with a couple's massage course, would you be interested? And they said yes. And that was only two different men I talked to. Um, I think I think it's like the thing if you don't if you don't know it, you don't know what you're missing. Mm-hmm. And so if you had never experienced that, and I I say that coming from experience, like I never had experienced uh, an oil application just for myself. But when my partner said, would you like an oil application? I thought, yeah, I just got out of the shower, you know, hydrate me and then see where Mm -hmm. that goes. And that was, that was phenomenal because, um, because of all the reasons we were discussing it just you know it created this foreplay before the foreplay and the the foreplay was even better and the sex was even better and our connection was even stronger so i think that a lot of people don't know what they're not missing so it's all about education hmm. yeah uh, I, I think... mean your mother probably never no talked about that mine certainly didn't no i i don't yeah we have a lot a, a, a lack of general sex education yeah. I think and miseducation in the home yeah Absolutely. parents are afraid to talk about that not just parents I think just socially especially here maybe in Vancouver mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. probably a bit different Canada is a young country we're not as liberal as other countries I'd like Latin or European mm-hmm. or South American in that respect where uh, people are more sex is an everyday thing it's not so scary you know, I go to places like Brazil and the way the woman walks down the street in my country would consider like very sexy, mm-hmm. but there it's just a part of uh, their essence. Mm-hmm. That's what makes them, you know, unique and beautiful. Yeah, I wonder if, well, I think there, are, even if we start small, even if there's only mm-hmm. like mm, a handful of couples that are interested sure. in it, uh, I think it would be great. Um, transformation for them for sure and I think that the quality like how mm-hmm. you're saying the heightened quality and connection of that relationship uh, will speak for itself mm-hmm. and so the the sort of motivation to mm-hmm. then make this a priority in couples I think will it will have sort of its own um, effect and ripple effect and sure. hopefully people will talk about it mm-hmm. um, I mean I think and we men don't sit around and talk about oh you know it was so great I was massaging you know, my wife's or my girlfriend's feet and yeah. it just felt so good I'm sure they're not gonna <laughs> I mean I'm sure they're not gonna say it like that but like I was massaging my wife's feet and then all of a sudden she took off my clothes right and, like it's like that yes. right but like I'm gonna toot my own horn when I say this if we take ten couples and teach them how to be present be mm-hmm. vulnerable and how to massage each other they're probably gonna come out better than those couples you know that didn't i'm gonna hope yes that's the hope hope. that's the intention and then do some preventative stuff as well as um the treatment aspect to it because it's i think it's a a, a huge piece to it um 
and you know just like our own self-care i think mm-hmm. people are really starting to trend it's a trendy thing to talk about wellness and self-care yes. but yes. we need to there's recognize there's a huge new awareness yeah, but, for yeah. that it's more and more which makes me really happy because i think it was this um you know i i say self-love and self-care it's nothing not something that i grew up with so uh there's way more awareness and you know more um, workshops and all these things that you can do to be a better version of yourself. Mm. And when you are a better version of yourself, uh, you are more able to handle everyday life, to be a better colleague, be a better mother, be a better wife. Exactly. Be a better friend. But I think we also, having these tools will help us... You said it before we started, like that service to our partner. Because I think that especially, and this connects to a lot of stuff I've been talking about lately, especially with the modern woman, it's almost like we have this resistance yes. um, to doing for the man, mm-hmm. right? You know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it's that, interesting you say that yeah. because that is kind of like the outlook of women. Like I'm gonna do something, but there's like a bit of resistance. Like I shouldn't. Right, I, it shouldn't be a subservient role that I have to my partner, but if it's reciprocal, yeah, then I mean it doesn't always have to be fifty-fifty no. exactly no. to be reciprocal. Of course not, but I think it can be a nice, like I said before, um, you know, food tastes better when we can share it. Mm. Music sounds sweeter, and so if we can, you know share that physical touch with somebody and unload our day and then put our day aside and really be present and uh, create that synergy between the between the two of us and yeah because if you're having a stressful day there's nothing better than coming home to your partner who can help you do that therapy right right <laughs> yeah what did we say earlier yeah no there's two kinds there's the the like I'm a man and I had a bad day, so I'm gonna have go home and have sex with my wife. Yeah. Or, or I'm gonna come home and my wife is gonna massage my shoulders and then I'm gonna make love to her. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. And I, and I think a, a lot of times uh, the women with withhold their sex basically, oh, yes. uh, or they get so caught up. I'm angry. I don't want to have sex right now. Yeah, and. Yeah, I think it's really important just to be able to encourage couples to maybe touch first, talk later. Mm-hmm. It's kind of something that I've been talking about with my couples um, so that they can, like you said, that they, they go through their own self-couple yes. therapy Yes. so that then they can address the stress of life and of couplehood or whatever um, afterwards from a more centered and neutralized mm-hmm. position mm-hmm. so that they're, yeah, they're doing their own self-care but it's couple care. Mm-hmm. Couple care. <laughs> couple care and self-massage. Yeah. Couple care and couples massage. Excuse me. There you there go. You go. Yeah. I think we're on to something. Yeah, we'll create something. Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. Please do subscribe to my Apple Podcast channel and leave me a review so we can stay connected.